0: Hey guys, and welcome to Cardinal Cuts, a QA and a podcast from Cardinals Nation 24-7. I'm your host, Chris Lawless, and each week I'll be taking questions from our Cardinals Nation 24-7 Facebook group and our at Cardinals Nation two four seven Twitter account. I'm just a fan that wants to interact with you guys and give a platform where you throw some questions my way. I'm definitely not an expert, but I'll do my best to give some insight and some opinions, and hopefully we'll have some fun with this. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to the first episode of Cardinal Cuts, recorded February 6, 2021. St. Louis Cardinals have been in the news a lot here recently after a slow off season with no moves. It all started a little over a week ago with Adam Wainwright signing a one-year deal to return to the team. I know Cardinal fans are excited to have Uncle Charlie back pitching next season, and hopefully he'll be throwing to his old battery mate, Yadir Molina, but Molina's finishing up that Caribbean series and the books still out on whether or not he's going to take a one or two year deal and return to the team but a couple days after Wainwright signed news broke that kind of shook the baseball world at least for Cardinals fans when we acquired Nolan Arenado via trade with the Colorado Rockies we sent Austin Gomber and a handful of prospects to Colorado and in return got the best third baseman in baseball and 50 million dollars so that's pretty exciting stuff that I'm still riding the high from and I know a lot of Cardinal fans are super stoked for that it was not long after that, and we had to kind of bid a farewell to Colton Wong. The Cardinals declined his $12.5 million option at the end of the season, and uh, there was kind of some hope and speculation that the Cardinals would bring him back, but he ended up signing a two-year deal with a third team, third-year team option with the Brewers. It would be sad to see him go and wish him all the best, just not against us. And it was not long after the Wong signing where the Cardinals were in the news again when they traded Dexter Fowler to Los Angeles Angels. We're going to be paying most of uh, Fowler's money that was remaining on his last year of his contract, but kind of opens up a lot of uh, possibilities in the outfield, and it'll be interesting to see if the Cardinals stand pat now or if a Molina signing and possibly another move does get made. But earlier this evening, I... Uh, put out some feelers in the cardinals nation 24 7 facebook group that i was going to be starting this solo show it's just a little side project for cardinals nation and uh gives me a platform to kind of talk to you guys on a personal level instead of just swapping messages on facebook but it, it gives you guys a chance to ask me some questions and while i am no expert i can kind of give a fan perspective and opinion and do my best to answer anything that you guys throw my way so Uh, First question that got asked was from Judy Wilson, longtime member of Cardinals Nation 24-7. Love that gal. She's a sweetheart. But she writes, do you think that we'll get anyone new on the team? That's kind of a broad question, and I appreciate her submitting it. Um, You know, when you say new people, are we going to get anybody new? um, You know, we may have somebody new in-house that, maybe isn't new to the team, but maybe new to Cardinal fans. And, you know, a player like Justin Williams comes to mind where he's a 25-year-old lefty outfielder. He's in his last season under contract with the club. He come over with Hennessy's Carrera in the trade that sent Tommy Pham to Tampa Bay. Um, right now, I don't see him having a spot over Lane Thomas, but I could see him getting a, a nod over current outfielder Austin Dean. Um, I know that's putting him as somebody new that's not really, you know, some groundbreaking trade that the Cardinals make. And that's just somebody in house that could be new. Uh, You know, they could also, the Cardinals could go out and bring in a utility player. Uh, The current ones available in free agency aren't anything to get excited about. Uh, The Cardinals could go out and get an arm. I know there's a Speculation out there of a couple starters that are available, and you know I touched on it with uh Jared Redwine and Larry Cox on our our YouTube Cardinals Nation 24/7 podcast that y- you could bring in a Trevor Rosenthal. Uh, I know that isn't a very popular thing, and he's given us a lot of anxiety over the years. But that's just a name of somebody that maybe a second chance with the club, you know, could help the team. But there's really nothing currently on the free agent list of players that are available that really get me excited to say that the Cardinals should go out and get. I do think that you're going to see some new people because you've obviously got to fill that 40-man roster and currently I think we're sitting at like 36. So whether they're in-house or players that haven't come in quite yet, I'm sure you'll see a couple fresh faces. So I appreciate that question, Judy. And on to the next. And this second question is from Sandra McGuire, another longtime Cardinals Nation 24 7 member. And for anybody that knows Sandra in the group, she's quite a firecracker. Uh, she, uh, she asked, Who's going to be the Cardinals' second baseman, Matt Carpenter or Tommy Edmond? The best answer I can give you is that I think it'll be a platoon. I think Tommy Edmond's probably slated to be your primary second baseman, with Long now a brewer. Uh, Carpenter could get reps at second base, as well as being a backup at first base and third base, although I don't see him getting much time with uh, Arenado and Goldschmidt, but you know you might spell those guys a day off every now and then. Uh, Carpenter could be playing second base on a day where Tommy Edmond spells Paul DeYoung, or if uh, Edmonds plays outfield for a day, you might see Carpenter take second base for that game. But you know The revolving door approach it may be beneficial in giving both an opportunity, but you know, it could be detrimental, too, if neither get consistent time at second base. Uh, defensively, we're taking a step back. I don't think either will completely fill the shoes of the former Gold Glover and Colton Wong, but, you know, offensively, Wong hit two sixty five with one home run in 53 games last season, and he hit two eighty five with 11 home runs in 2019. So, while Colton wasn't really known for his offense with the Cardinals, you know, he was known for his glove. I think Wong was coming into his own. And, uh you also got to look at it that Carpenter, you know, he hit a miserable 186 last season. He hit 226 the year before, and, you know, while he doesn't provide you a consistent high batting average, I mean, he he does have some pop, and it'll be interesting to see if he could hold down the second-base position like he used to. Um, Tommy Edmond, I mean, he hit 250 last year with five home runs. Uh, if he looks more like his 19 call-up, where he hit 304 with 11 home runs in 92 games, I'll we'll be all over it. I don't think uh, I don't think he's too much of a step back defensively than Wong. He may not be prime for a Gold Glove, but I don't think you give up a lot there. I mean, he's obviously a cheaper and a younger option. So between the two, I I think that it's just going to be a platoon. Yeah, I, I can't see him benching Matt Carpenter with his contract. Uh, if, Carpenter comes out and he's horrible, you know, at the plate. I, I could see it where they put him on the bench and just plug him in to pinch hit. Unfortunately, I don't believe there's going to be a DH this season, so Carpenter's going to have to earn it. Um, Sandra also asked if the Cardinals have a bad year, will Aronado stay or opt out? Well, that's an interesting one. I don't think that the Cardinals bringing him in. Arnaud kind of expressed that he wanted to stay here for the long run, and anything can happen. I mean, the Cardinals could be absolutely horrible, and he could opt out, but with the money that he's making and looking at the other contending teams around, I don't see him just staying for one year and opting out. Uh, It's looking to me like he's going to be across the diamond from Paul Goldschmidt. He's going to be playing with Wainwright and hopefully Molina for a season. look out there and see you know young guys like a Dylan Carlson and on the mound Jack Flaherty and see a young core that he can grow with and I think immediately they're they're contenders I mean they may not be what the Braves and the Padres and the Dodgers are currently but the NL Central's kind of weak and the Cardinals I I could see them running away with the division and you know, getting in the playoffs is something that Arnauto hasn't had the last couple of seasons, so I don't see it being a one-and-done deal. Um, really, Arnotto, he's a he's a gamer, he's a grinder. I think he'll uh, fall in love with Busch Stadium. I think he'll fall in love with Cardinal fans the same way they will with him. Most of us already have, and he hasn't even stepped foot on the field. But, no, I have no worries that he'll stay a Cardinal and remain one for the next few seasons, so. Appreciate that question, Sandra. The next question comes from Todd Johnston, a buddy of mine. He's also a member of the Cardinals Nation 24-7 group. And he asked, with four spots open on the Cardinals 40-man roster and possibly five when Hudson's spot opens, when he goes to the 60-day injured list, who do you think takes the four or five spots? Molina will take one, I know. Well, to that, I say I, too, think that Molina will take one of the spots, or at least I hope so. But just looking at what the current forty man roster looks like, you know, I'll give a quick rundown. You know, for pitchers, you've got Henesis Cabrera, Seth Elledge, Junior Fernandez, Jack Flaherty, Giovanni Gallegos, John Gantt, Ryan Helsley, Jordan Hicks, Dakota Hudson, KK Kim, Carlos Martinez, Miles Michaels, Andrew Miller, Johan Oviedo, Daniel Ponce de Leon, Alex Reyes, Angel Rondone, Adam Wainwright, Tyler Webb, Cody Whitley, and Jake Woodford. Boy, that's a mouthful. That is a ton of arms. Uh, that's why I don't really think the Cardinals go out and make a move there. But I could be wrong. Um, at, at catcher, you've got Andrew Kisner and Yvonne Herrera. You can insert Yachty there, hopefully, but I don't see a move being made outside of outside of that. Um, Infield, you got Nolan Aranato, Matt Carpenter, Paul DeYoung, Tommy Edmund, Paul Goldschmidt, John Nagowski, and Edmundo Sosa that's where I could see the Cardinals maybe getting a utility-type ball player. Uh, not that they don't have the faith in someone like a Sosa and Nagowski on the 40-man. I still think that if Goldschmidt needs a day uh, at first base, it'll probably be Carpenter giving him a giving him a day off. But um, moving on to the outfielders, you got Tyler O'Neill, Harrison Bader, Dylan Carlson, Lane Thomas, Justin Williams, and Austin Dean. With the outfielders that are available, I don't know who out there really makes sense to bring in. I know the Cardinals were in on bringing Jock Peterson in before the Arenado deal and before moving Dexter Fowler, so that makes me think maybe that the Cardinals aren't that confident in going all in on the young guns in the outfield, um, but I don't know if they you know, try to tinker with some sort of a trade. I personally thought this offseason they would be trying to maybe move Carlos Martinez in a deal, and I do wasn't thinking at all that they would move Fowler or even be able to, but with them doing that, I'm not sure that may be a position that they bring someone in. But I know last season at one point, the Cardinals had 46 players on the 40-man because players could be replaced due to COVID-19 and not be taken off the 40-man roster. It'll be interesting to see who does take up those spots, but Todd, your guess is as good as mine, buddy. Appreciate that question, though. And lastly, we've got a question from Jonathan Sudkamp from Twitter at STLCards98 who asks, as of now, Jake Odorizzi has not signed. Do you see him or James Paxton landing in St. Louis and do you see the Cardinals trading for or signing an outfield bat? Well, I'll start with the outfield bat. You know, I kind of touched on it with Todd's question that there's really not much out there that intrigues me. I was kind of a fan of Rosario, who's a free agent from the Twins, but he recently signed a one year deal with the Cleveland Indians. I'm just, I'm not too into what's what's remaining out there. I mean, one name that I kind of find intriguing, but he's not a fan favorite amongst Cardinal fans is Yasiel Puig. Uh, I know he's a hothead and kind of a head case, but, you know, the guy's a gamer. He's got some talent. And maybe somebody, if Molina does come back, you know, he can get in his ear and calm him down just a little bit, but that would be an interesting option. But outside of that, unless it's a, a trade for an outfielder, and I don't know who's being shopped or looked at at this point, I don't know that the Cardinals don't just stand pat and go all in on this young crew that they've got. The second part of that question, you know, where you're asking about Odorizzi and Paxton, you know, Odorizzi's a Missouri boy, and, yeah, you know, I like that. That would be kind of a cool fit. Well, with the plethora of young arms, you know, I don't see why it makes that much sense to you. I mean, he's coming off an injury last season. He had a 6.59 ERA. He was 15-7 in 2019. He was an all-star. Had a 3.36 ERA. He was pretty sharp. Uh, he's entering age 31 season. Got a career 3.92 ERA. But would you bump Carlos Martinez or blocking Alex Reyes or someone else from that opportunity? You've got Daniel Ponsilion, you've got John Gant that could be stretched out as spot starters. And, you know, injuries do happen. There's no, no such thing as having too many arms, but man, the Cardinals have a lot, a lot of young ones that I think are capable right now of stepping in and making an impact. You also mentioned James Paxton. He's a similar case. He had a 6.64 ERA in 2019, but uh, and he also won 15 games in 2019. He's got a career ERA of 3.58, and he's also 31 years old. Again, too many arms are never a bad thing, and I guess depending on the cost, I mean anything's possible. It's not my money; I don't really care how they spend it, but I would like to see someone like an Alex Reyes get a shot—a a good shot—of seeing some time, see what he what he's got. You know, you've got you've got this youth movement of not only our pitching staff but our outfield too. And as far as our pitchers go, about 90% of our relievers are starters that are turned relievers. Um, you've got Junior Fernandez and Hennessy Cabrera and Ryan Helsley, all starters that in the minors, and again, Ponce de Leon too, that, you know, they're slotted in a relief role because there's just not room for them in the rotation. Uh, I know some of my buddies and I we talk about the Cardinals maybe toying with a six-man rotation, but I, I don't see that happening. But if they did bring in a Odorizzi or you know Paxton, there's also Taiwan Walker, a name from the Seattle Mariners, who's another guy who was hurt a little bit last season, but could be of interest. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. It's all, all speculation on what they'll do. I was kind of hoping for more of a offensive improvement than adding arms. I think our pitching was great last year and it was just gonna be lights out again this season, but adding another arm, uh, I guess it could make sense. But that's all the questions that got submitted this evening. And, you know, I wanted to kind of reach out and get some feelers and express what the show is going to be about. Again, it's just me flying solo and no expert. Just wanting to kind of shoot it back and forth with for you guys and take my hack at answering some questions that you've got. That's not necessarily coming from a mainstream baseball analyst, it's just a fan talking ball. Um, I do appreciate everyone that not only submitted a question, but anyone that stumbles across this and tunes in. Uh, I'd also like to encourage all of our listeners or, that are out there to tune in on YouTube to our new Cardinals Nation 24/7 podcast. Where myself and Jared Redwine and Larry Cox, we do a weekly show. We put out, I think, four right now. Got just over 100 subscribers in a little over a week. It's pretty exciting. Uh, we just kind of go over the week that was in Cardinal Baseball, and it's kind of like a roundtable discussion. It's kind of bar talk a little bit with what's going on. It's all Cardinal-related. It's all in fun. Uh, we'll be doing some giveaways to all of our new subscribers, so hopefully you can get done listening to this. Go over to YouTube and type in Cardinals Nation 24-7. Hit the subscribe button, and you know, with that subscription, it's all free, but you'll be entered to win some of these giveaways that we'll be doing you know, throughout the season. I think Jared'll be hooking some people up with some bobbleheads and maybe some pullover jerseys and maybe we'll be doing some shirts and hats too. But you guys check that out and we appreciate that. Um again I'll be doing this show probably once a week. I'll I'll throw some post out there trying to get some questions coming in and I'll do this, you know, throughout the season. So I appreciate everybody that gives this a listen and hopefully you'll give me a chance to Answer your questions again next week. Uh, that'll be it for now, so I'll be signing off. But until then, go cards. Thanks for listening. Check us out on YouTube. Subscribe. Thanks. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Tarnal Cuts Podcast.